Please note that the views and opinions talked about in this episode are those of the host and the guest and are not intended to malign, judge, or be disrespectful in any means. This podcast is for educational purposes regarding our own personal experiences with the military lifestyle and community, with, of course, a little laughter and fun along the way. Enjoy! Leanne and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Crime with a Military Wife, a podcast where I share my interest in true crime and also share my life as a military spouse and talk to other individuals from the military community of the pros and cons of the lifestyle. On this episode, I had the opportunity to talk to Amanda. She is originally from Alexandria and is still currently living there. They have been posted to Ottawa, but her husband makes the hour commute there and back every single day. That would be really busy. Good for him. This way, their two kids can grow up in their small town and their grandparents. And living their lives to the fullest as husband and wife of nine years. bad i went to the dentist for the oh, first God. time in like five years oh god <laughs> yeah i hadn't gone ever since i moved to new brunswick so oh yeah they were digging and oh so my teeth are like so sore yeah. um, like midway i was like um is it po- yeah i was like is it possible to have like a cold compress <laughs> but like um a paper towel on my head and I was they're like oh yeah sure and if you need to stop like let me know and I was like okay and this doctor the the dentist man he was like he must have had A's in school because his dentist jargon was on point was on point yeah <laughs> yeah he was telling me like all this stuff and I was just like uh-huh <laughs> like oh, I yeah. had no idea what he was saying I hate so. when they do that like because like and like they'll ask you questions you know yeah. and you're like, like I can't answer hello yeah exactly it's like mm, no and I had um I don't know what was on tv it was like ytv cartoons like nowadays it's not like nice. like in the early 90s like when I was you know watching tv and I'm used to like sugar and carlos from ytv yeah. time like <laughs> this now i don't know what's playing so they're like oh do you want me to put the news on and i'm like no it's okay I'll just i had like when i went a few, like a couple of months ago they had like a hgtv on it oh, and i was yeah. like i was like i'm not leaving like <laughs> this is so relaxing for me <laughs> right the only thing I don't like is the dental chair. Like I find oh, because no. we're laying down, like I'm, I was laying down for so long. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take my time going up and I'll just, I'll just sit here for like five minutes. And yeah. then eventually I was like, well, I need to pee. So I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was good. I only, it only took so long because 
I started a new job in December and my, yeah, I I never had a, um, uh, an insurance plan until now. So I was like, well, I'm going to book. So yep. So I'm going to do it. And they said like, it wasn't too bad for not going for five years. So I'm like, okay, perfect. There you go. (laughs) Yep. So that was, that was my day. It was eventful. But yeah, anyways, um, we're here to talk about you today and your story about being in the military and how you um pretty much got where you are, I guess. Like kind so of too- I, I'm a military spouse. So yeah, my military okay. spouse. I was yeah. like, I, I don't do that. No, no, me either. <laughs> me either. I cannot do the military. Um, but yeah, how you got a spouse, how you became a spouse and where you are now and if you expected to be a spouse and all the things. It's so funny because like, I feel like I, I was so like resistant to it and like still now, like I don't really like consider myself a military spouse. And like, I've been with my husband for like, I don't know. 12 13 years like we've been married like nine years and so like obviously I am but I mean like even like my mom will be like oh like your military spouse friends and I'm like no they're just my friends you know (laughs) I'm the same way I'm the same way like I just see myself as like not even civilian military it's more like okay I'm going to work he's going to work like that's kind of it so uh, yeah it's a good point you say that I, I like I think the same sometimes sure. yeah like I feel like I'm not like that like typical like I don't even want I don't even know like how to describe it like I just like I'm not like oh, you know <laughs> um that whole side of it but I like not because I'm against it or anything it's just you know he does that but that's like his part yeah like you know that's like his job and like we've always kind of made a distinction like he doesn't even wear his uniform back to like the house like he usually like he has everything at at, like his office and we'll put on his uniform there and all that kind of stuff so we've kind of like separated the two a little bit um I've never heard tell of that yeah like again not because of anything like bad it's just like we've kind of like set things up although I will say that like um, I think it was two weeks ago, my husband went and picked up our daughter in uniform. Like that's like, just never happened. And he went to pick her up from school and like all the kids were like, oh my gosh, like, wow, like a soldier. Cause like we, <laughs> like we live like in a small town, like one hour out of Ottawa and like, it's my hometown. Right. Uh, and like, there's, there's no military here. Like even growing up, like before I met my husband like I'd never met a military person before so like all the kids were just like wow this wow like it was just like and my daughter was like what <laughs> they just thought she was so cool because her daddy came and picked her up from school and his uniform wow that's awesome <laughs> so, yeah it was really cool it was funny um and like to that like even I think it was last year was our first like um uh, remembrance day here and she's the only kid in school that has like a, a dad in the military wow and so, like, they um kind of like build this shrine about him 
like they had him like come in and like he did a little interview with her class and the kids asked all these questions and it was really really cute and like they made like a wall with like service photos and stuff and just kind of like trying to figure out like what it meant you know and like they're all like six and seven years old so like mm-hmm. um they don't quite get it they just think it's cool because he has a uniform on yeah. um but uh yeah, I think it's the small town. Like, it's not like we live, like, when we lived in Edmonton, you know, you see people in uniform all the time. And, like, mm-hmm. people are very accustomed to it. Same thing with, like, New Brunswick, right? Like, you're oh, just yeah. used to it all the time. The kids are kind of, like, uh, you know, immune to it almost. Whereas, like, where we are now, it's, like, very much an anomaly. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Were you guys in Edmonton long? we were there for five years we did um we were in kingston for four years when we met um we did kingston for four years and we did edmonton for five years and then we got posted to ottawa and again my hometown is about an hour out so we kind of jumped on that bed right and it, it kind of sucks that he has an hour you know to and back from mm-hmm. uh from work but i mean it's worth it being able to be like five minutes from my parents and like all, all that stuff that we missed from being away, especially in Edmonton, we were so far. Yeah. Um, so it's been really nice. And like, especially with the kids, like they get to have, have that experience with grandparents that um, I kind of wanted for them. And we missed from being away. Yeah. So. Watch them grow and spend time with grandma, grandpa and stuff like that. Yeah. That's special. Like we, we only had um, our, our daughter when we were in Edmonton um, and I always kind of felt like you know that guilt of like oh I'm taking her away from her grandparents you know yeah <laughs> and, I can see that yeah, it was it was and like it, it made like other things like harder to right like we had never had even like like a, a date night or even just like a day at home by ourselves or anything like that right because like we always had her and when we would come home she was obviously with us yeah. and we would stay with her family so it when we first moved back I was like all I want is like a day where she goes to like my mom's and I and we get to like watch tv and movies all day and have snacks and yeah like, perfect date night perfect date day how silly is that like that's yeah. like the one thing we missed you know <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah. And I find it's important to have that time and that balance. Like, like you're not just a mom, like you've had a life before her and with your partner. And so it's like trying to find that balance and find like um, rekindling that again, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And like, it's been a lot. nice. You know, like they, they've been here through like for, for her. And like, I was pregnant last year and there was a lot of complications and the bees mm-hmm. and the NICU. And it was just so good to have all of our family here. Cause like, I feel like if that had happened to us while we were in Edmonton, like, I don't even know what we would have done. Right. Like yeah. we had nobody out there. So, um, I guess like someone would have had to fly, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like it, it's like those things of like the military life that you know people really think about that are harder it's like the family aspect of it all um and not just like your immediate family like me as a spouse and like our kids but like you know our parents and mm-hmm. like extended family that you don't get to see for a really long time so yeah that's true are you guys a, all a close family as well yeah like I would yeah. say that um 
for me growing up, like yeah, we're a really small town. So, um, you know, everyone's kind of close and in proximity, which really helps. And I kind of grew up, you know, always five minutes from our cousins and like all that kind of stuff. Like family was always really important to us. My, uh, my husband is from Toronto area. And not to say that family isn't important to him, but it was just like a different dynamic, right? Like I feel like when you're from Toronto and your family is like all over the city, you're not just like, oh, we're having dinner at grandma's on Sunday, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, going to take like four hours to get there, yeah. even if you're <laughs> driving. Like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and I mean, like for him, like before we met, even like he was in the military way before then. So he was kind of used to just doing his own thing. Um, I think like my mother-in-law probably like when we got together, she was like, oh, yes, like we get to, like, but I like, talk to her almost every day. And then we get to, like, she gets all this like info <laughs> and like, I kind of like brought them closer and stuff. So, yeah. Sorry, you know, you're going to hear the kids upstairs. <laughs> Does he uh, does he go away a lot? Like, what trade is he in? Um, he's in the infantry. Okay. Um, so when we were, oh yeah, in New Brunswick. New Brunswick, yeah. Um, we um, when he was in Edmonton, he did a lot. Um, it was just a lot of training, like in Wainwright mm -hmm. and and stuff like that. So there'd always be like the fall X and then the spring X, and um, you know, so there's always like a big chunk of time at both that he would be away without like even like think of all the other little things that pop up during the year um and tours and stuff he did go on one tour while we were in Edmonton um and uh it kind of got short cut cut short because of the pandemic so it was mm -hmm. it was kind of bittersweet you know we were like yay he's home but oh crap the world's falling apart <laughs> like yeah <laughs> definitely so and like for him too that was hard because like he went from like being like four months away to like coming back home and it was like you're locked in the house with yeah. us for like a month um so like that was really hard on him like mentally like to reshift the focus to like family um and um yeah, it was definitely interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be hard. We, <clears throat> my partner went to Latvia a couple years mm -hmm. ago for his first tour and like it was middle of COVID. They thought like they yeah. would go straight there, but they had to turn the flight around, I think oh, once and then they had to isolate on base and then left again. I'm not sure. I don't remember. And then finally made it. And then it, it was fine. They could like explore a little bit of the town, but then everything shut down. So they were like stuck in their rooms and kind of like prison, like, okay, here's your meals at the door, like stick no. a hand out and oh, you can grab so Yeah. And then it was around Christmas time. So around Christmas time too, they had like a Charlie Brown tree that they makeshifted in their rooms <laughs> and they had, um, styrofoam like Christmas meals like how pitiful so, so sad. it was so sad so That's sad so, so when he came home he was he was happy and he had to isolate but before mm -hmm. then like the world was shutting down so we had to isolate together and right. he wasn't even sure if he was gonna go to Latvia uh, yeah. but eventually I was like okay so uh when are you going to Latvia right. <laughs> we were like getting on each other's nerves so we're like oh. So I'm yeah. dropping you off on base tomorrow. 
<laughs> Yeah. Okay, bye. yeah, see ya for like six months. <laughs> I think like that's like the thing that's hard too is that like when you expect them to leave and it's just like either being prolonged or Yes. like you know you're like okay can we just like can you just leave so that we can get this out of the way Absolutely. you know like we yeah I always find like the first week like the week before deployment is so hard because you're just like counting down the days involuntarily um and you're just like okay like and like for me like it gives me so much anxiety I'm just like okay can I just I need you to go like <laughs> I need Same. you to just go away and then that means that you're coming back Yep, um I know. I always say like the sooner you leave, the sooner you can go back. And I find for me, it helps like to have a countdown on my phone and I'm visual and I can have it that way. Um, I know... for me like I find it's I, it only hits me when I like see his stuff on the floor Yeah. in the living room and I'm like oh okay this is it he's leaving Yeah. 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 he's probably Yeah. gonna go again like maybe in the fall but he's not even sure but um of course the military they never know You what's never happening know. when and things change in the blink of an eye so but I like Like, I'm pretty independent. I do my own thing anyways. So I think the first time he left, <laughs> excuse me, I only cried for, like, I think 10 minutes, like, the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You're so good. yeah, but when we first met, um, he was gone for 11 months because he was, like, just leaving reserve, transitioning into reg force. And um, he had went to, I think, Meaford, Ontario. Then... he had done months there and then oh he was shipped to Wainwright and then oh back to Ontario so it ended up being like 11 months total so every time we're like well we did 11 months six is like nothing like that that's gonna fly by so that's our motivation I feel like that as well like when we um when we when we met um we've been together maybe like eight or nine months and then he got a year tour overseas wow and so um and then it as in the military always does like it turned into 14 months and before he came home and so um now like same right like you know, we've done 14 months and like at the time we'd only been dating like like I say like maybe like eight months and I was like your tour was longer than the amount of time we were together and also like we were doing long distance like I was in Ontario I was in Ottawa and he was in Shiloh um so it's already long distance and really hard and then he goes and gets shipped overseas for like 14 months and like I look back on that and I'm like how what like how did we even do that and I yeah it was just like a crazy time I think like Yeah. It at is the crazy. time I was so young And I was still finishing my degree in university. It was like my last year. So I like threw myself into that Yeah. and like finished my degree. And then I was working two jobs and I was just like keeping at it, you know, just counting down the days. And um, actually I did not do a count, like a countdown. Cause I was, I was like, this is going to be way too long. <laughs> Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> That's a good I did point. like, I did like a the first HLTA. Yeah.
was like my first countdown and then he had a second one because the tour was so long uh, so we did like a second countdown to that but I was just like that's just no I can't do the whole year I, I would go crazy nice <laughs> yeah we wanted to do the HLTA thing but then of course we couldn't because of Latvia yeah. which yeah. I have to get my passport <laughs> I have oh, the yeah. I have the um application filled out and pinned in my spare room boards but I just have to like yeah. find people to sign and all that stuff so I'm just kind of lazy which I never am but we really lived it up like we did well his first HLTA on that tour he came home um and just to he wanted to see everybody and um I think he had a wedding yeah we had a wedding of like our close friends so yeah he came home um but the second one we went to South Africa so we really lived it up it was really good um and uh I was like oh like now and like the tour that got like cut short because of COVID, we were going to go to Bali. Um, so it was kind of like the world shut down. We didn't get to go on our trip. Mm-hmm. He got sent back home. We got confined in this house together and we we're just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was overwhelming. Like, so overwhelming. Um, but yeah, we always kind of like for us, like the HLTA is like, you know, let's try to focus on that, like our energy on that. And like it, it shifts the like, missing you crying portion of it yeah. um to to kind of focus on that for me the one he went to right before covid um was hard at the goodbye it was my first time like doing the drop-off because like last time like his long tour it was like a one-off so he took we I took him to the airport like um and he flew there um like civilian whereas like this time it was like drop off on base with like the bus and everybody there and like at a ridiculous early time in the morning oh. uh, and then like I had my daughter who was like three and a half at the time and she was super sad Aww. and so like it was like that like I think like by myself like I was trying so hard to like hold it in I was like I can do this I can do this and then she started crying I was like no oh, no I'm done <laughs> yeah oh, I can only imagine like I don't have any kids yet but I can only imagine like how hard it would be for them to see like their parents go and and like they're... she didn't really understand yeah. either right? like that's that was like the tricky part is that she didn't quite understand she knew he was going away and she knew that like he wasn't going to come back for a while and like we had done like a lot of training by the, like we'd been in Edmonton for a while by then mm-hmm. and so she kind of like she still does this she's a lot older but like when he would leave she would kind of like get pissed off at him like even as a baby even as like a toddler if he would leave for like two weeks when he would come back she'd be like "Mm, no like (laughs) give me a few days here (laughs) like and like always broke his heart because he would come home and he wanted her to like jump in his arms and she was just like "Mm, you left me and now (laughs) I need some time (laughs) he was kind of like um what's the word um just like punishing him for leaving yeah um oh uh, um not resilient resilient yes but um (laughs) resist resistant um oh yeah she's definitely like resisting his love (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) she's like putting those boundaries like I need it I need a minute (laughs) yeah and so like even like when he would call on FaceTime she was like okay cool you're there but like it's not the same yeah and so she would like talk to him for like 30 seconds and then would just 
it's like go run off right um and he was always kind of sad about that but I was like one she's so little too like she doesn't really get like the face like the FaceTime aspect of it what she did really love what he had done before leaving he did a few like um he like made videos of himself like like not chatting with her but like almost and like playing games like and like hiding and stuff so like when she would miss him she, we, I would turn on one of those videos and like I don't know if she thought it was like in real time because mm-hmm. she just thought it was so funny and like Aww. she would play with the iPad with him and like yeah it was like it's one of those moments that you're like oh that's so sweet but also like oh my gosh that's like crushing my soul you know yeah. <laughs> I know I can only imagine it's probably bittersweet like yeah, oh my goodness I mean, yeah having like kids like again like super bittersweet in the sense that like it was a really good distraction it was really hard to be a solo parent for so long mm-hmm. um, and especially in Edmonton because I didn't have you know like that like backup um and but at the same time, she was a good distraction because like yeah. she can be busy. We were always doing stuff, you know, we did have friends and stuff that we made there. So like we would do like play dates all the time and go to the pool and right. It like kept my mind busy. Um, so like, you know, it, like I said, it's like a catch 22. It's harder because like you're having to like navigate solo parenting and their yeah. emotions of it all. But then at the same time, you're like, okay, well, it's giving me something to do um so yeah yeah a lot of people explain it like survival mode and you're just like in the zone like trying to survive and get through everything and um you kind of have like two routines like you have a routine when your partner's away and then you have your routine when he's home it's Um, definitely like hard when they come back because you've kind of like been in this routine for like months on end and yeah home and they just want to like come back in and you're like well that's not and like kids change so fast right oh, and like, God. she doesn't like that anymore or like she does this now or you know like it was always the, like she, he had to like relearn how to parent like wow and, and like he had to like I was telling like he always had to like relearn how to like you know have patience again and go through, like just life again yeah like, and probably like, like get oh, to know oh, her away in a way again as well like oh okay she likes this now and well yeah. she liked that just three months ago like I can only and imagine I- how like weird that must be yeah. like oh okay oh yeah. do you find like he feels kind of like guilty in a way like oh I miss so much like I've missed that I miss this part in her life or I think Not so. Really. Like, um, he's like a really good dad. Like he's just like the best. Like he's super involved. He just is like the number one helper. And like he's always, you know, lending a hand and stuff. So like I think for him, and especially because she was like very resistant to him when he would come back or like even on FaceTime, like it yeah. was really hard for him because like, he just wanted to try to connect with her. Um and like and she was just like no like she's pushing him away um but yeah I think like coming back it was like relearning how to parent a toddler again and like it's it's not easy right going from like leading troops and like just like that side of your brain for like so long and you're immersed in it like 24 7 and then to come back home and be like okay now there's like this three four year old in front of me I need to like present I need to be patient 
yeah I always found that was the thing that was like always the hardest is to like relearn how to be patient again and be like oh right it's like you're a tiny human like you're not an adult yeah yes to bring himself in that kind of mindset like dumb things down and get to her level yeah that was always like the side of it that was like the hardest for him This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online therapy service that will connect you with a licensed therapist specific to your needs and goals. Therapy is kind of like dating. Sometimes it takes a while to find the one, but eventually you find that person that is right for you and also brings the best out of you. I know when I was fired from my job during COVID, and we all know how hard it is to find a job already while being a military spouse, right? So getting let go from a job for the first time ever had really thrown me for a loop. I felt like a failure, felt like I wasn't good enough, and my self-esteem was way down. But I turned to BetterHelp to find a therapist that was right for me. It took two, three tries to find the right one, but eventually I did and it saved my sanity and helped me look at things from a different perspective. That's what I like about BetterHelp. And to make things even better, you're able to chat with your therapist via phone, messaging, or video at your convenience and will take you on your own personal journey of self-discovery. You can even do this at the comfort of your own home and even wear PJs. You can switch your therapist at any time with no additional charge if you feel like your current one is not the right one for you. Discover yourself again with BetterHelp and start your therapy journey. Visit betterhelp.com slash coffee and crime to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash coffee and crime. A bit of a rough go and having a second and um and like I said like our my pregnancy last year was was really hard um and I even kind of got like like I think it's one of those things like being in the military was like not really good but it was really good in the sense that like he was on course like he was doing jcsp um that course in toronto but it was mm-hmm. online last year because it was still like tail end of like COVID. um so he's he was home so he's super able to be present and then like i got i went to the hospital i got like put on bed rest and like in the hospital at 33 weeks 32 33 weeks and um you know he was able to like be in the hospital with me the whole time uh, whereas like I feel like with a civilian job it would have been a lot harder to get yeah. that time right I feel like it would have been like a lot of like I'm gonna go to work and then I'll come back you know and like whereas like he was able to spend the two weeks I was in the hospital with me I mean he did do like his course his classes and stuff online so he could put his ears in and, and do that and he wrote a few papers I mean in the hospital <laughs> yeah. um, but um and like he uh he was born at 35 weeks um and was in the NICU for two weeks and again like he like he was able to stay with us at the hospital for for that whole time and yeah like military was really great like they were so compassionate like I think like his CEO like his boss at the time um had been through something very similar so I feel like it resonated with him a lot and so he was like extra like 
good about everything mm-hmm. um so we got super lucky and like they sent flowers and packages and like they was just like Aww. so like so nice and like not to say that we now we never felt that kind of support even like in Edmonton where like we were like in like the military world I feel right like yeah. when you're on base like you know I feel, feel like that's when you should have the most support whereas like now we're in Ottawa it's such a large community here um and that yeah that's really when I felt like um they had our backs like the most um and then he he was able to take like the nine-month parental oh nice super nice um he went back to work first week of April um so again like oh it was so good like honestly like um because I work for myself like I'm a photographer so I I can't take EI so we were like well you might as well right it's not like we're trying to share time or anything so yeah that's true make the full parental um and be home and it was kind of funny like he's been in the military like since he was 18 like he went from high school to RMC and all the training and then you know um has been go 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 ever since basically Right. So like the his like nine months, like he was like, I've never had like nothing wow. to do. <laughs> you know? Wow. Must have um, been a big change. It was we did travel quite a lot. Like Good. We, we went to France, we went to Bali, we went to Australia and Hawaii. So like we really wow. like took advantage of the time that he had. Because like one else, especially in the military, when they're always like here, they're everywhere, like doing so much stuff where Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I would love to travel. Like I'd love to see like all Europe and everyone's like, oh do it before you have kids or blah blah blah. It's like, well, you can travel with kids too. Yeah, Yeah. just take them with you, especially if they're little. You just you know, you see like uh baby wearing parents all the time yeah. you just strap that them on and, exactly <laughs> so you just you know do what you gotta do yeah we so. I mean traveling's always been like part of our kind of lifestyle we met traveling like nice uh, when we met in Rome um I was traveling with a friend he was traveling with a friend our friends hooked up <laughs> and I wow was like, I'm gonna talk to you because I have no one else to talk to you and um after that like I knew he was like I was in Ottawa and he was in Shiloh um and it took him a year of him like trying to convince me that it was a good idea to go out with him um because I was super resistant I was like no I don't want to do it in my military like I was like 21 years old like I was like no this isn't for me like I don't want that life um you know I had like very limited knowledge about it yeah uh, because again like I never really met anybody in the military but in in my mind I was like nope that looks awful nope don't want to do that <laughs> um and then yeah it took a, I always joke I was like it took you a year to convince me that I should give you a shot um and um I mean the reality of this life is pretty similar to what I thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah um but I feel like if you're in it with like a partner that you like you know I think that said for me like for me like I just I loved him enough to right bear that you know like um and I don't think everybody would be worthy of like this hardship you know um yeah that's a good point yeah I feel like when it's your person it doesn't, like because there are other jobs that are you know would take people away um yeah. you know, being a doctor would be super 
like long hours in the hospital, even like being a truck driver, right? Like they're gone for oh, God. Time, yeah. right? Like like just jobs like that that are like that people don't like when people think of like, oh, your husband's in the military, you must be alone all the time. I'm like, well, I'm alone. like I'm not alone all the time. No, I like I have like a little seasons of being alone. <laughs> yeah there's like Um, specific months I find like I don't know about yours but mine is always gone like in October yeah it's like the main like and I love October it's my favorite month it's like oh it's like I love it and he's always he's like oh well we can't play anything I'm gone all the time I'm like oh that sucks but um yeah so it's kind of hard to plan for stuff that way but they also get a bunch of leave yes and like that's like the balance right you're like okay yeah you're gone for like a month in October but then like they usually get like a good two weeks chunk of time when they come back yeah and it's made up for somehow yeah and like I like I always find like even around the holidays right like they get such a big chunk of time off and in the summer and like yeah break like it's yes like we're alone sometimes but again like it's a little bit predictable um yeah that's true right like I mean there'll always be some stuff that are here there everywhere but like for the most part it's predictable enough um yeah that's a good point I never thought of it that way like October you know usually they're away me I work full-time so it's unpredictable which I like it that way but I have to work late sometimes and I have to travel around the province and um I'm on the road sometimes a lot so he's it's not like I was when I first got here I was doing shift work in group homes Mm -hmm. so he was alone often be like oh how late are you working tonight yeah and I'd be like oh I'm doing a double so I'm doing a (laughs) six-hour shift and he'd be like oh okay so he was alone quite often but um yeah it's like a nice little balance I guess but yeah I feel like like yeah like I feel like that's the thing right like people think of military they think of like the spouse being at home alone and I'm like um but there's so many jobs that are like that and like yeah you know like you said like your job is kind of like that too like you know my my sister-in-law she does shift work as well like she works from like 10 to uh 2 to 10 so you know like brothers alone in the evenings yeah. right? like, um stuff like that like you just I even think of- like a lawyer like if you're a lawyer you're working late you're traveling around the, the I don't know the world long hours you barely see them like they're all locked in working on their case notes yeah. and preparing for court and all that stuff so yeah. yeah it's not just the military and I find for the most part like I feel bad for them more than I do so myself because they're the ones that are away from home they're the ones showering with other guys they're the ones living out of the suitcase sleeping on the floor digging a hole and sleeping in it like yeah yeah. I could not do that I'm I'm here snoring in my bed with my dog so it's exactly different I yeah exactly right like it's a bit of like a perspective um in that sense like he'll sometimes like text me and I'm like what are you doing I don't want to tell you because I gotta make you feel bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah really especially like when they go to like Wainwright um you know in Alberta in the spring like they usually go like it was like April and May and like it's still so freaking cold there like it's cold 
and you're sleeping outside I know oh my god and you're not showering and like he always like he would do a pre-shower on base before coming home and I was like you still stink so bad (laughs) thank you for pre-showering but now we'll have another one (laughs) yeah I remember last last winter in the middle of the winter they did like an exercise in like the minus 35 minus 40 Mm. weather and they ended up cutting it short because people kept leaving and dropping out of the exercise and they ended up he ended up having frostbite on his toes and I think like he can still sometimes they they're still kind of numb um and that was like it was it was bad and people got sick just awful so they I find like some days my partner would be like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm so bored. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I know. But when they do work, they work and they work yeah. hard. Like, yeah. exactly. And like, um, yeah, like sometimes, and I feel like sometimes that's like the hardest when they're just kind of, they've been there for a few weeks and they're doing nothing. And you're like, oh, you could be home, you know, instead of like sitting yeah. there and like doing nothing. I know. Yeah. And like, like that. That's exactly. harder sometimes. I remember this one course he did. Um, we were when we were living in Kingston, and it was in Kingston. But he had to to like live on base. Like, um, it was like mandatory for them mm-hmm. to like live in the shacks, which super silly. Like he was fifteen, yeah. but it was super hard. Like I feel like that was the hardest stint because I knew he was only like a twenty five minute drive, mm-hmm. um, and that like he could come home or like you know but he wasn't and um he would come home on weekends because he could um right. but you know it's just like a lot of teamwork and stuff that was always happening in the evenings and like you know so it, it made sense but it was like the hardest three months I was like it was way easier when you were like overseas um yeah. it was because like I didn't have the like the thought that like oh you could come home like it was like you can't come home right um so yeah it's always yeah that's the worst I think the same way it's like I'd rather be hours or like a flight away from me than just like having to be on base which I could walk there so it's like super annoying I remember when he had to quarantine from coming back from Latvia and it was stupid I had to go to shacks and drop stuff off and be like this is for room so and so and corporal allen at the time and it's like oh, that's well that's stupid and they're like okay and then he'd be like he'd text me like thanks i got my bottle of alcohol and my gummies or whatever yeah i remember once like he's not much of a like one to get high or anything but he was like stressed and he wanted to take a load <laughs> off and he's like all right if i don't text you i'm clenching the bed and i'm paranoid i'm like okay <laughs> and he took like I went, I never bought gummies before and I went and I was like, what do you want? He's like, I don't know, whatever. Something strawberry or orange. I was like, okay. I just went to liquor, to the cannabis store, just do, 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 looking for something. Like he said, whatever. And I got the like strongest stuff oh, by accident. I didn't even know. And yeah, he didn't text me until like almost 24 hours I guess oh, he was no, super no. paranoid clenching the bed super drunk so I was like, oh super fun relaxing uh like 
opposite effect yeah he was so paranoid thinking he, he did something wrong and he's like oh my god I'm gonna get caught and like all this stuff and I was like oh my god yeah he and he just ended up giving them away he's like nope can't do, no, this. can't do this yeah <laughs> so funny but they were so bored like he's like what oh, else to do like i think like, they weren't allowed to like like they weren't allowed to see each other either right like yeah so like yeah, yeah. it's like solitary confinement like that's pretty much yeah he's like i can you go get me like can you bring me my guitar can you bring yeah. me a couple books like liquor snacks i was like all right so i'm just and like dropping off a guitar case and the snacks yeah. and beer like it was so weird I guess so... one of our friends got lucky like he was able to quarantine at home like she had to quarantine as well um but she works from home so like oh, for okay. her like it was just like okay like it didn't like affect her day-to-day right because yeah. she's already working from home so that was really nice for that that's good um, and um yeah do you find um the military community like has it been a good experience for you like being in the military so far and do you find it's been supportive and I think I think like they like to play up the fact that they're super supportive um and I mean like they were very good when I was in the hospital and with the baby like that was like I I will say like in the like 11 12 years we've been together that was like the first like show of like solidarity yeah. um but I think like it was also because like he could do his course while we were in the hospital right like it wasn't like okay well now I can't do anything like um but like that was super nice um I do remember like when he went his last tour they were doing such a big stink they had made like this like package for families um that they were giving out before the before one was leaving and like I mean it was nice it was filled with like gift cards and like all that kind of stuff but like that was the number one priority of like I can't remember like the company or whatever it was like this was like their focus but then like we didn't know when he was leaving we didn't know um you know what he needed we we didn't know all these like super important things that would have been important as a family but, but their focus was on like this package they wanted to give us you know I was just like oh okay, can, can we can we have like info um focus on that and then you know I can receive a package like in three weeks like I yeah. don't really you know <laughs> yeah exactly um and it's just stuff like that where like I feel like sometimes they're the intention is there but it's just like skewed by like bureaucracy a little bit you know yeah I find um, that too I find depending on what it is it's kind of like hit or miss and yeah um, I remember when I first got with my partner um it's probably different like my dad he's military he's probably on the way out like he's he's air force and he joined when I was 10 so he wasn't much he wasn't much around but um when I met my partner and he's I said yeah he's military and he's gonna go reg force and blah blah blah, and we maybe posted to New Brunswick and he was like oh that's great you're gonna have so much support you're gonna have so many friends you're gonna have so many friends you won't know what to do with them and you're gonna do this and this and this and you're gonna go out and I'm like where (laughs) there's none none of that so Mm -hmm. it's interesting i've yeah. rec- i've recently been um into a couple of the the national group of military spouses c- the canadian one yes 
and then which is like hit or miss and then the um or Mokto Gage Town one and there I posted in all three of the groups and I was like what's the point of these groups like I thought we're supposed to like get together and like meet in person and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and there's one group um that I'm now admin of um the one of the girls was like she messaged me and she's like if you want to be admin that's great you have a lot of great ideas done and I was like oh okay Okay. so she's like I'm basically retiring myself out of this kind of pool and she had created it like a couple years ago um so I was I revamped it I'm like okay I want this to be a local current Mm -hmm. local military (laughs) spouse group yeah current keyword and local and there's 1300 members in there oh wow For, and, and like this is like their Aramakta one yeah but guarantee they're not all not local no <laughs> so I am somehow trying to weed out I've had a couple that were retired real estate agents and I'm like oh where are you located are you in Gage Town no I'm in Ontario or oh no I'm you know somewhere yeah. else and I'm like or are you a military spouse? No, my fiance was, but we're no longer together. We were together oh. like five years ago. I kind okay. of forget that they're in like these groups and like. Yeah, I think so. And a lot of them just kind of just want to creep and be like, yeah. hmm, yeah. what's the tea in the military community? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, like, are you a military spouse? She said, no, no, you know my fiance was at the time now I'm remarried and he's a civilian I was like okay well I'm trying to like just revamp this group that is just military spouses and um she said oh well can I just like stay in the group like I just want to like keep to myself and know what's going on it's like no you can't just creep you can't just creep in the group in the Canadian one, I often creep. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I remember when we moved to Edmonton, it was like hard because like it was one on the other side of the country and I, I'd never even like been out there before um, and it was so far away and all this kind of stuff. But I, I got lucky because two of our friends that were in Kingston with us got posted to Edmonton at the same time. Um, and we just kind of like coincidentally all had babies at the same time. So like um, one of my friends, she got there first. And so she created like this like mom group um, nice. before, we got, before I got there um, from a, a few other moms that she kind of like, <laughs> I, just, I don't even know what she did. Um, and she had found online had met up for like coffee dates and had like vet them almost, you know? And then, <laughs> so when like I got there, I got to just kind of like step in. Yeah. Uh, so that was really nice. And, you know, it's nice when you have other, and uh, like I say this, like I said this at the beginning, like I don't consider her like a milita- military spouse friend. Like she's just a friend. Like yeah. it just so happens that her husbands like work together. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But um, it was so nice to have like two like friendly faces um, that weren't too far, you know, yeah. and like 
again like we were all like new moms and so it was like a, like a nice in we hadn't hung out too much when we were in Kingston together but when we all moved together we we're kind of like okay we need each other you know yeah <laughs> so it was it was really good and um and from there I was able to meet other people which was really nice um and then I ended up kind of like through the military like so my husband when we were in Kingston he um one of his students he was like working at RMC I can't even remember he was a something at RMC and he had students yeah <laughs> and um that's how closely I paid attention to his job yeah um, me but, either uh, <laughs> he and he had students one of them was like a little older um kind of like our age and like had a wife and a kid and so we had like chatted with them a few times and um it just happened that it was like her sister's friend or something lived in Morinville where we were moving because like we didn't move to Edmonton we moved like to Morinville which is like a half hour out and she's okay. like oh she lives there if you have any questions like she's okay to like answer them and like thank god because like I didn't even know like when you're in Ontario I don't know if you're where are you from uh I'm originally from Nova Scotia three hours oh, from okay. Halifax okay. in a small French Acadian town oh, okay and yeah. my partner's from Yarmouth Oh, okay. Well, like in Ontario, like everything is like your hydro, there's one hydro company, like your gas, yes, there's one yeah. company. Like there's only one of everything. So it makes it super easy. When we moved to Alberta, I was like, I don't, I don't even know. Like there's so much of all. And I was like, and like mail and just like so many things that I just was like completely oblivious to. So I had sent her a message and I was just like, Hey, like, I'm just going to pick your brain a bit if you don't mind and she mm -hmm. was super nice and like uh and she ended up like they only lived like two streets down from us so they we've been there maybe like two three weeks and they invited us, up, us over for supper and we're like we're walking over because they're so close and my husband was like we don't need any more friends like why are we going here he's just like complaining the whole way and I was just like just chill like we'll we'll have dinner if they're cool yeah they're nice but like whatever and like just relax you know um and then yeah she ended up being my best friend like she's like my best friend to this day like our kids played so well together her husband is um RCMP um okay. so not military but like our lives were so similar yeah you know, in so many ways that like it made like that kinship really easy and our kids were the same age and like it was just oh it was so good we like we were, like, we were like you're my sister wife like we were just like always together and again like two streets down right yeah and I think like the other part of like the military lifestyle that people don't like own in on or like don't really think about the hardest thing is when we got posted back here was leaving them you know it yeah. was like we we were so excited. I, like we were coming home, right? Like we've been trying to come home for like five years. Like we got posted there and we're like, we want to wow. go back home. Um, and it was, it was so, but it was like the hardest, like goodbye, right? Like that wasn't a goodbye, but you know, like we'd basically been for the last five years, always like two seconds from each other. Yeah. Tied to the hip. Uh, yeah and like yeah. she is also like a stay-at-home mom and like I work myself so my schedule's pretty fluid and like yeah it was just when we left I was like this is like destroying me you know I like bet, it, yeah like 
leaving your best friends and like the kids were like oh it was so hard um and like as much as like it's hard to have a spouse that's the part of military life that's hard it's the goodbyes and I always said that like even when we would come home like I would come home fairly often when we lived out west um but it was the goodbyes like every time I say goodbye to my mom to go back I was just like oh this is killing me and like yeah. you know the drop off at the airport every time was so hard and like I was just like I like I hate goodbyes like they're so hard and like I feel like a lot of the military life is about like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and that's the hard part it's not like the deployments are hard and whatever it's the goodbyes and not just your spouse to like so many people in your life you know um yeah that's a good point I made a friend um when I first moved here and she was the type of person that would just show up in your driveway and be like get in let's go take a let's get a coffee and I really loved that and she ended up she was um engaged but it didn't end up working out so she moved back um to BC like gosh I'm never going to see you again. I never, I've never been to BC. Like I doubt I ever will. So I was like, well, that freaking sucks. And then she had introduced um, me to her friend that she met and she, that friend was in the queues, but then she had a falling out with her uh, boyfriend and then she moved um, to St. John, which isn't Mm -hmm. far. Um, but I never go to St. John, so it's like, well, okay. So yeah, all those friendships and Hey, sorry to interrupt this episode, but this is just a reminder that if you are not already following the podcast to do so, and you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. So go follow, like and share and tell your friends. It's so hard and like for them specifically like they they ended up getting posted the following year so now they're in PEI um okay. so it's like when, like I was like okay you know what either way I feel like we would have been separated um yeah, but they're closer now PEI is much closer than Alberta so at least yeah that's, true. that's, true. <laughs> that's why I find like it's important to have like a, a community like just for us and just for yeah. the spouses and like we know what we're going through and because mm-hmm. um, it's like a different lifestyle than mm-hmm. the civilian lifestyle I guess yeah. and in quotes sure. but yeah. um <laughs> Yeah. yeah like not everyone not everyone gets it and a lot of people would say like oh you signed up for this and then and it's like well Ugh, I not that. necessarily it's like we didn't mm-hmm. ask for deployments and have to say bye to our friends and have to say goodbye to you know our partners and blah 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 so it's- I was like I have like a few fa- like a few family members that have said that to me in the past and I'm like no I I didn't choose this life I chose my husband like and so yes like he was in the military and yes like I knew that it was like there was gonna be like some hard stuff but like I didn't like I wasn't like on the I must marry a military man and I must have deployments and and then I'm gonna be like a martyr and be like super upset about it you know like no yeah I fell in love with him and this just kind of came came with him and um I kind of like screw you you know like yeah this is hard like this is a hard life and even though like you can be like oh yeah like I knew he might get deployed that doesn't matter like yeah 
it's hard. Can we just like accept that it's hard? And, and like, at the very least be like, oh, I'm sorry, this is a hard time for you. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh, you should have known this is coming. Yeah, exactly. Like, Like, thanks for this support. Like, it's so rude. Like, I, yeah, I've, I've always hated that line. Like, oh, you knew you were, you were getting into, but at the same time, like, no, I didn't like, yeah. Again, like what I knew from like the military and this is why I fought against like wanting to be with him. Um, you know, I, I kind of had that in my head, but like, it's not like once I fell in love with him, I could have just been like, nope, like you're not worth it. Like he was yeah. worth it for me, you know? And so, um, but that doesn't mean that like the hardships are hard. Yeah. Like, it's, actually, it might be easier if you don't like your husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to the bar or something like, oh yeah, going out with friends, <laughs> going to travel the world. I know. Like I always told mine, like I would follow you anywhere, like whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine. We just kind of make do with what we got and well, kind of go from there, I definitely mm-hmm. find there's like some stigma in the army in that sense. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you knew what you were getting your, yourself into. I grew up with mom saying like, just because of her experiences with my dad and um, she was like, oh, they're all womanizers and they're all gonna drink and party mm-hmm. and that kind of lifestyle. But I find it's like, like, yeah, they drink and party, but it's not like, before I guess that's like I don't know it's yeah they do that but I find they there's the family like prior priorities there that are a little bit different I feel like it's it's slowly getting there I feel like it's not like where it should be even now yeah um but it's definitely a lot better than it was for sure in terms of like oh family is is important Mm -hmm. I feel like this is like a not even specifically to like military but like I feel like the world in general is a little bit more open to you know spouses being at home and being caregivers as well as like and I'm saying like spouses like husbands like because there's all kinds of families um but like it's no longer like oh like the wife stays at home with the kids and you know the dad comes home and sits in the chair and watches tv like I feel like men are more and more implicated in their families and want to be implicated in their families and so it's kind of showing um through like that social dynamic and in the military as well thankfully um yeah. I don't think there's still a long ways to go because they still like I feel like there's still an older generation of people um <laughs> that I-, I find them like a little bit vindictive and like you know what, I had it hard, I was away from my family, mm-hmm. and so you will be too, you know, yes. like, oh, like, I did all these things, like, you need to suffer as well, well, no, like, can we just, like, grow, like, if you have the opportunity to help someone's family, or, you know, not have them be away, why would you be, like, I suffered, you know, 20 years ago, so you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna repeat this, because, you know, exactly, yeah, move forward, and and I feel like people are a little bit more open to having these discussions um and like fighting for it a little bit more too yeah Um, it's not so much oh back in my day we used to do this and this and this yeah do it 
that same way. It's kind of like, okay, back in my day, we did it this way and it yeah. sucked. So yeah. let's change, let's change it and yeah. do it better. So I find that mindset is kind of, you know, yeah, it's kind of changing, which is, which is nice. And which is good. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Like I, and I feel like there's still like those like people at the top that still have that mentality. Um, oh yeah. And I good. find like, I don't know, they're all going through their own stuff and maybe <laughs> their partner is away and they're lonely and they don't yeah. want to go home that night. So they're like, all yeah. right, troops, we're going to do a 24 hour night in the woods. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like help yeah. them. And then the yeah. troops are like, well, this sucks. I want to go see my babies or my pets. Yeah. Or- whatever so and the kid be like no fuck you I'm going home yeah (laughs) that's shitty yeah I feel like there was like my I can't remember it was like a few months ago but he they had been to like a a meeting of some sort and and like the okay I'm not good with ranks okay I'm just gonna say like a a general or colonel something that's high up yeah um was making a speech and he said something like oh like to allude that like you know these are your starter wives and like you like you need like your practice family in the military and then like you'll move on to like your second wife and it'll be easier because you'll have like gone through all this shit and I was just like oh my god like it it was like what that is so gross like are we like (laughs) I'm like but see, like, and I find, like, there's still that mentality of, like, you know, military above all. And, like, I feel like, sure, like, loyalty is important. And, yeah. like, you know, and I feel maybe it's because, like, we're not in World War Two, where, like, <laughs> you have to be hardcore. Like, why? Why? Why would my husband not want to come home to his family if he could? Yeah. Because you didn't. Because you needed to have three wives before you figured it out. Like, <laughs> I know I find it's it's a different mentality like I go to work I leave it at work and I do my personal like Leanne shit at home and I go to work the next day and I don't like Mm -hmm. wear work on me all the time like the military does and I don't like live and breathe my job and whatever but I find the military is like sometimes a different mindset and yeah and I think that's why like for us we've made like that like separation of like yeah you know, like we were talking about in the beginning like we've made that a bit of a separation of like okay you're at work you're in uniform you do your thing when you're home you're just husband and papa you know yeah like, I like um, that and so and again it's not to be like oh like we're snobbing the military because he's not wearing his uniform out in public um but it's just like let's leave that at work that's your workspace that's your work persona and can we come back to like reality (laughs) you know does your husband have a lot of like group chats that he they chat with like I find my part my partner has a group chat for everything oh yeah not so much now but before it was like ding ding I'd be like oh my god who's that oh it's whatsapp oh it's discord yeah. oh it's teams and I'd be like oh, oh my I god teams. I'm always like what and yeah. like okay my husband's not like a super tech savvy person and so like the fact that he can work teams is quite impressive right? uh, <laughs> it's just like can we, can we just stop this like and like okay he's so not tech savvy he just got a phone like so when we were in Edmonton 
he had like a, he had a phone like they gave him a phone and so we got rid of his personal one because like why would you pay for two phones yeah. uh why would you pay for a phone if they're giving you a, a free one basically exactly so, um when we got posted here we were like oh well he was going to be like he was doing that course from home and then he was going to go and do a job in Ottawa which they were going to give him a phone so we're like well you're home anyways like you don't need a phone and he has his iPad so he can do like iMessage and like all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and so we weren't like super concerned but everybody thought it was like the weirdest thing um and then like but then he went on parental so then he had like so basically he's two years without a phone yeah. and he just got one sent to him like last week and but like for two years he didn't have a phone even like when I was pregnant they'd be like who's your emergency contact and I was like my husband but he doesn't have a phone so like you can't call him so like put my mom <laughs> oh my goodness I'm sure they I'm sure you had looks sometimes like oh yeah. okay sure typing it down like what does this person mean yeah. <laughs> like yeah like no one's never heard of someone that doesn't have a phone right like yeah especially nowadays but it was nice to have like that disconnect you know like I bet yeah because it's, like, it's too much it's too much like mm -hmm. I feel like I tell my partner all the time like can we just like lay in bed and watch a movie and not like have it playing in the background while we're I, like scrolling TikTok or Facebook like how does that make sense <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make sense but I'm, it's so hard it's hard to disconnect and it is. We, feel, we feel naked without our phones like it's not yeah it's not normal but it is normal and it's so yeah sad. so yeah so he didn't have a phone for two years but he did like have his ipad so he had like the their like office stuff on yeah. there that he could like chime in with teams and stuff um and i was always like even now like he has like his like office here as well and he has like all these screens up and he has like teams on one and then whatever other chat thing they have and then like yeah. he can do like video calls on some I'm like can we just can you limit it to one like just just one like <laughs> yeah and I think they just like being able to like call each other and see each other and it's called work because like yeah they're also in the military like who you're talking to is also in the military so they're working you know <laughs> yeah constantly Dylan like I think <laughs> my partner was like oh Leanne I have to show you these memes I made one meme for one guy at work and now I'm like the meme king and I was oh like I was like what are you doing He'd be like oh I'm making memes and sending them in group chats so I was like that is so silly <laughs> but okay whatever <laughs> yeah there it's something else but they always like it's kind of they always like I don't know shoot the shit and like always like mm -hmm. teasing each other they're kind of like brothers which is yeah like it's, it's kind of cute but yeah yeah and I mean like I think it's important to have that like level of confidence and like camaraderie yeah when you're doing serious shit you know like absolutely um, yeah like I, I make fun of them all the time um but yeah like if they're in like a serious place you want to have people you're comfortable with and that like yeah they will take your life for like they won't take your life for granted and vice versa you know yeah. not like with a stranger but I still feel like you know I don't know um yeah 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 you want to go to war with like people you trust and yeah that are to gonna have, have your back yeah have your yeah. back yeah. you wouldn't want to go with just 
any Tom, Dick, and Harry, like, okay, yeah. he got my back, sure. And then it gets there and it's like, yeah. you did, you said you'd have my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. That's, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I feel like um, we complain about it a lot. <laughs> and, but it's brought us a lot of good things as well. You know, I feel like it's, uh, you take the good for the bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um as much as like it was really hard to live in Alberta for five years it is also really nice we got to visit the west side of the country in a way that we wouldn't have yep. otherwise right like we we got to go to Jasper and Banff like so many times like we would go like a few times a year because we could right we're right there yeah. so like why not um and like we could go to BC because it was close and um and I feel like it, it gave us an appreciation for for our families right like mm-hmm. I feel like we don't take them for granted because we know how hard it was without them Definitely. um and we know that like the time we have with them is is really precious and so even when we would come back like we always would take like his chunks of leave and we would come back or I would come back earlier with you know with our girl and um you know, kind of extend the the time that we were home. Um, and like, I don't think we, you know, we couldn't have done that, um, you know, with a civilian job, they don't have that much time off, right? Like, no, yeah, I have so, like, 10 days vacation. Yeah. So. It, right. And so like, it's so nice that they get all this time off. And like, and because I work for myself, like, my boss is super good. good and <laughs> yeah, me my time off. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like, when we moved to Edmonton, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Like I had worked at an art studio before we le- we left Edmonton. I was just starting my photography business and wasn't too sure where I was going with it. And but then like because we were there and so far, and I wanted the flexibility of being able to come home. I was like, I don't want like a real job. <laughs> as funny as that yeah. sounds, like I don't want, like a nine to five, and like and like daycare was just ridiculous. Oh um, God you know, and, and I was just like, I want to have the flexibility that when you're off, I can be off. Or like, you know, if I want, if I'm missing family and I want, and I want to go home for 10 days to see my mom or my dad, then I can, right. Like, um, I didn't want to be like stuck in that way. Um, so it, it was nice that like, as I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and like start my business that like we had, his income to kind of cover our butts you know yeah um, and I was like I'm super grateful for that because like or else I like I always say this I was like I wouldn't have been able to like have my dream job if it weren't for the fact that you you know had a steady job and income um and yeah it was it was good yeah that's one thing that's nice about the military you know they're always going to be like I don't know consistent work yeah. something somewhere like you're not gonna get fired right like you're not yeah. gonna get fired and there won't be like oh we can't pay you this week because of x or whatever right like yeah. um yeah like you always get paid every two weeks and you can't get fired <laughs> so yeah in some ways you're like okay like that's that's good right like um it's that stability job, but i mean yeah yeah, it's nice to have that stability somewhere. Like when mm-hmm. I I was working for legal aid when I first, not when I first moved here, but um, I wanted something like 
with my criminology and policing degree related, but it was, it was a bust anyway, but um, <laughs> they, they had let me go and this, like, I guess I wasn't like what they wanted and whatever, which was fine, but it was like, so sad because it was my first time like ever being let go from a job and I was like what the hell like what's gonna happen I was like and it was middle of COVID so I was like are we gonna be homeless and I was so my partner was like well no like we have our queue like I'm working just like take a bit of time go on EI and whatever but it was really scary but thank god Mm -hmm. I was like I don't know it was like scary times but it all worked out how long have you guys been in Ormukto? Uh, it's going to be five years in August. Oh, nice. I like that as well. Like we, we've always been in places for a long time. Like we've had like the luxury of yeah. like not getting posted. Like one of my friends, like I, like since I've known them, I think they've been to like five different places. Like, um, you know, they kind of get like two year postings, um, at a time. Whereas yeah. like for us, it was like four years, five years here we're going to try to stake our claim forever. Um, yeah. but, you know, like I, um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know how, if I could do every two years, like that, that's a different ball game altogether. Right. Like, um, yeah. some people really love it. Like some people like relish the idea of, you know, moving every few years. I will say mm-hmm. that it is nice. Like I love like house shopping. Like I love yeah and looking at houses and like you know reimagining a new life in somewhere nice um but you know the reality of like starting over again is is hard it was hard and we were coming home um so I can and like it was hard when we went to Edmonton right so it's like I couldn't restart like that every two years like I just like that would like my soul (laughs) yeah it'd be a lot it's like you're never settling that way like you can't really settle like okay this is my my home but not really because I have to Mm -hmm. like move anyway I feel like I wouldn't totally unpack in a way just because I know I'd have to do it all over again anyways yeah kind of like live very minimalist lifestyle I think and like I have a I have a lot of shit and like a small queue so I can't imagine when we move out I'm probably going to take like most of the U-Haul. So. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Definitely fill the whole truck just to ourselves. It was, it was quite intense. <laughs> yeah. Was- Me and just my clothes is like a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, it's crazy what like you forget are in like the catacombs of your home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And I can't imagine like you have, uh, well, you have two little kids. So I can't imagine all the toys and the clothes and the beds and the, well, and that was just it. Yeah. I remember like in Kingston, we made like the like big error when we, Kingston was our first home that we bought and we silly enough bought like what we would consider like our dream home. Yeah. And so when we moved from, the, it was like heartbreaking. I was so heartbroken. So we didn't do that mistake. Like when we moved to Alberta, I was like, I knew we weren't going to be there forever. I was like, yeah. This- like a, I didn't know how long we'd be there, but I knew it wasn't going to be forever. So we were a lot more strategic in that like move. And we bought a house that like was in a, in a military community and like, you know, it was definitely not my dream house, but it worked just yeah. for the time that we were there. Okay. Um, and so, um, 
but I like the whole five years I was like I hate this house I hate this house because like the whole time I was like I, we bought it out of convenience and then yeah. we knew it was going to sell fast again it wasn't because like oh I was just so in love with this house right mm-hmm. like um and because I'd moved from a house that I had loved so much I remember we went on our like house yeah we, our realtor in Edmonton so in Kingston we lived out in the country we had like two acres and like we had this like kind of country home and so I went on our house hunting trip in Edmonton the realtor was like so like what are you wanting like you know what's kind of like your wish list so like we kind of just like said our house but like here you know mm-hmm. and he just laughed at us and laughed and he just thought it was so funny because like he was like do you have like five million dollars <laughs> Oh. And I was like, no. So uh <laughs> and so we ended up living like in um you know like the suburbs, um, which is not, you know, what we love to do. Like here the house we have is on the country, like same nice. same sort of idea. And yeah. we love not having like neighbors and like all that kind of stuff. And that's just for us, right? But like remember, yeah, in Edmonton the realtor definitely laughed at us. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just give us one we'll self test, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, pretty much. I can't imagine now with inflation. Like it's why we're oh. just kind of waiting until it gets better. And we're waiting for, like, Latvia money. So, like, the first tour, it was his first tour. So, he's like, okay, Mm. I want a motorcycle. I want to build a computer. Um, I want to get a dog. I need a car. I need to pay off a bit of my debt. And I wanted, I wanted a sectional couch. There you go. Yeah. That was my little Yeah, your tour gift. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, cool. So, next one um it'll be like house so we'll mm-hmm. see but yeah which is what we did like he had his like tour of 14 months and basically what he made there was our down payment for our first house in Kingston and yeah. so it, it worked out really well um and uh yeah but I mean now yeah the market is so nuts and like it's hard I to know like you know what do you do like if you're being forced to relocate yeah right. really and even finding like rental properties is, is hard that aren't like thousands of dollars and like the queues are, are nice um but there's always a huge wait list for them and yeah. so it's it's not a given right it's not like oh you're posted to or I'm not okay well give me a queue like that's not like the reality of it um, I know we we got really lucky like we knew early enough and then I gave like my notice to work at the time I was working outreach for the French school board and I was like okay I worked there for almost three years so I was like I, I need a change anyway from small yeah. town mindset community so I was like I'm done so yeah. <laughs> um I was like well I don't want to be homeless so are you sure like we're gonna get a queue and I was like making yeah. sure like are you sure are you sure and he's like I don't know we should be so he'd check in and finally we got a queue and we're we're in a little single and we have kind of in a back a backyard so it's not too too bad our neighbors are quiet like we kind of lucked out um in that sense but when we get a house all he cares about is having a garage and I'm like yeah. oh well I need it to be like nice and kind of yeah. moving <laughs> ready and I yeah. want a hot tub or a nice yeah. deck to put a hot tub yeah <laughs> he's like oh my god Leah and I was like yeah so we'll yeah. see what we end up priorities 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, it doesn't have to be nice for first house. We can fix it up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Um, but we want a nice backyard too. Yeah. We'll see for like future kids and put a fence for the dog and be like, here, Ozzy, go pee. My husband, before he went overseas, had gotten himself a um, German Shepherd. And um, because he didn't know he was going overseas. And we'd only been dating like six months or eight months or whatever at the time. And I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not a super dog person. Two, that's a big dog. Yeah, and, it's, it's and, a lot of work. And like I was in an apartment in Ottawa and I was like, I can't just take your dog. So I mean, he ended up having to like rehome his baby and it, it was a really hard time for him. And like, I bet he had gone like overseas, like before his deployment, they went there for like two weeks to do something. And so um, while he was there, he, like stupid thing watched marley and me oh and like calls me and like he's he knows he has to like rehome his dog when he comes home and like he just like check with families and stuff but like you know he watches this movie and he's just like i've never seen like okay my husband's cried like five times since i've known him that was one of the times and i was like you're so dumb like why did you do that that's like the worst movie just because oh it's so incredible it was so bad and I was like I can't take her like I cannot like I live in like a shoebox and like I I just I can't do it and like his mom at the time they were also living in a condo and like it was just like not like no one could like take her um he felt so bad and like to this well she's not still alive but she went to like family friends so like we got updates and like pictures oh nice and stuff like that so that was really nice but yeah that was like it was a surprise tour and it was a surprise tour that was going to be so long you know like it's hard like like it's not like he could have been like hey can you watch my dog for like a few months exactly but for like 14 months like no yeah that's a big commitment like we well my partner said he's like I couldn't have a dog like if I wasn't yeah if I wasn't with you because he's like I they're not gone all the time but when he is like it is for a big chunk like when they went to Latvia for six months I had to um dog sit so I had a a German shepherd here with me and I had her for six months and she wasn't like really socialized so she wouldn't do good with like other people in the house and mm-hmm. all that stuff but she was great one-on-one so but and it, she was great company and then when I had to give her back it was like the worst thing yeah. I, I still see her all the time yeah and she, she, she still knows me and recognizes <laughs> me and stuff and she's getting older too but yeah it was the worst it was like well now yeah. we need our own German shepherd yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. On, you you can't do that so, but they're great yeah. dogs, and my my partner's like, yeah, every uh, every army douche has a German Shepherd. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's true, because there's we live right next to the sidewalk, and like every two dogs, every two dogs is a German Shepherd. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's like a military dog. Yeah, like you don't see a lot of military guys like with a little Pomeranian, you know. <laughs> no, I seen I haven't seen him in a while, but there is this guy who used to walk around, and he had a mini, like Australian something. 
and he was like had one of those like long nose dogs yeah and like mini so i don't know what it was called but it would jump and kind of look like a rat (laughs) it was kind of weird i was like what is that thing across the road so yeah, we always ask Ozzy. We're all when we, when he's like being bad or sassy, we're always like, oh, "Who's that?" Or like, oh, "Where's the puppy?" And he always yeah. looks <laughs> and sometimes there is a puppy there, and sometimes there's not. So yeah, <laughs> one day we see nothing. We're like, "At Ozzy, that's a weird creature." So, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if we live in the country, it'd be kind of sad in a way because he'd see like. An occasional squirrel yeah. just yeah. jump, but he yeah. loves the sidewalk. That's like his TV. Yes. <laughs> What's on today? Yeah. <laughs> the morning. Oh, it's the it's the kids' channel and the yeah. school bus. School bus. Everybody's on. <laughs> yeah. Beep beep. Going to school I love it. until the end of June. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online therapy service that will connect you with a licensed therapist specific to your needs and goals. Therapy is kind of like dating. Sometimes it takes a while to find the one, but eventually you find that person that is right for you and also brings the best out of you. I know when I was fired from my job during COVID, and we all know how hard it is to find a job already while being a military spouse, right? So getting let go from a job for the first time ever had really thrown me for a loop. I felt like a failure, felt like I wasn't good enough, and my self-esteem was way down. But I turned to BetterHelp to find a therapist that was right for me. It took two, three tries to find the right one, but eventually I did and it saved my sanity and helped me look at things from a different perspective. That's what I like about BetterHelp. And to make things even better, You're able to chat with your therapist via phone, messaging, or video at your convenience and will take you on your own personal journey of self-discovery. You can even do this at the comfort of your own home and even wear PJs. You can switch your therapist at any time with no additional charge if you feel like your current one is not the right one for you. Discover yourself again with better help and start your therapy journey. Visit betterhelp.com slash coffee and crime to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash coffee and crime. I was trying to like tell my husband what we were like, what I had signed myself up for here. Um. And I was like, I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, and also, I don't really know if I'm like a good person to be like chatting about this kind of stuff. Um, so I don't know if I give you any good content. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> um, yeah. If you really... have any more questions. Yeah, or... definitely. I mean, like hearing different like stories and perspectives and like, you know, in a life that, you know, you're also living, but then like you can get to see like different viewpoints on stuff. So. Yeah, I know. It's nice to, like, yeah. hear different opinions, and it's also nice to, like, hear similarities, too. There's yeah. a lot of similarities in what people say, and um, I find that's really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I don't like that, like, line of, like, oh, you know what you were getting yourself into, right? Like, we've all heard that, and, yeah. you know, and it's, 
sometimes it's nice to chat about someone that's also heard it and like you can both like be like yeah that's like complete bullshit right and like mm-hmm. and get it and not just be like oh you know that wasn't very nice to say right yeah <laughs> like they get it right like you and I know it's bullshit and like we both know why it's bullshit you know so like yeah. it's nice um to have like each other's bags and like I think like in that way you know again not like it is nice to have friends that have like a commonality of like your life you know Mm -hmm. even even though like we're not posted at the same places or or whatever um you know day to day we probably don't live the same lives but you know as a as a general consensus like we share same hardships and things that are hard and like you know my friends now have kids so we we both have kids so when you know our husbands are away then we you know how to converse with them a little differently and you know what mm-hmm. their worries are and you can sympathize and offer help or you know send a package or you know lift lift them up like my friend like her husband left last month so like I sent her like a, a gift card for like ordering out and nice. uh, you know and just stuff like that that like someone that hasn't lived it might not think of you know and so that's true um yeah it's nice oh if ever you need some clarification or need more info or or whatever and that's it's even later for you it's (laughs) I'm so glad I asked you because I definitely assumed that you were in Ontario but then I was like "Mm, wait no (laughs) I know you never know right yeah. So I'm glad I asked because yeah, I would have been like signing on like half an hour ago. <laughs> right. I know. I uh yeah. I, I usually try to schedule in the evenings, kind of like early-ish by the time I get home, get settled. Yeah. I usually work until like 3 30 or 4. Sometimes we can leave early. Um and then Fridays, uh, we usually finish early as well. Tomorrow have a good night or so yeah nice you as well you. yeah it was yeah. fun all righty we'll have bye. a good evening too bye bye to this episode as i said in the beginning i really enjoyed chatting with amanda i hope you enjoyed our conversation and as a reminder please go like follow share the podcast on instagram facebook search me on there. Just look for my little skull and coffee logo. And I will be happy to have you follow my page.
you also want to be on the podcast. Or share your story, you can even write in and I can read your stories aloud. Thank you and see you next time.